So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Hey guys, welcome back to Hosers. This is episode 90, 90. And you know who wore number 90? Thomas Tatar. Is he going to be open to be drafted by the Seattle Kraken? Stick around and find out. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth. And joining me as always is my co-host, Carter Lupel. Carter, what's up, my, my dude? How's it going, Chris? Not that I'm all fired up. I got this uh, zero-calorie orange Gatorade. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah, Just yeah, 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 yeah. Get, getting ready for summer camp, huh? Summer bod, baby. We're out yeah. here. We yeah, love you it. Hit the ice. You got to hit the it's ice. True. You got to slim down, right? Yeah, you do. Got to get all the partying weight off. It's true. On that note, I, I, I'm in my Miller High Life tonight. Oh, champagne and beers. Yeah, it really Atta is. Boy. I love that for us. Uh, Thomas Williams, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, nothing much. Um, just, uh, hanging out with, uh, a little, uh, Oh, dude. <laughs> gold chain. Dude. We're the, the chain gang. A little gold uh, all of my chain. Gold all of my rings. You know, gold all of my watch. I woke Not up this morning, just like tarps off. Just in my Boston, I felt like I came out of um, an episode of Sopranos. I love it. It was just great. Was, like, I'm living the high life. As, you like spread it, spread it all this like extra chest hair. You, you had like oh, I don't need four extra. packs of Pall Malls in your desk drawer. I love you, it. You have a Chrysler Sebring now that you can just burn yeah. up and down the Oshawa coast. Yeah. With the, soon with I'll the have top a, down. Oh my God. Soon I'll have a, a page or two because my I can't be trusted with phones. <laughs> Calling it the uh, Oshawa coast is <laughs> saying a lot. <laughs> saying a lot. Yeah, I'm mouthy, but that, it's like the all schwashy. That's why yeah. that's why it's a Chrysler Sebring. It's Oshawa. <laughs> it's a, is it a T-bird like with a T-roof? I mean, it could that's, be either. It's just a <laughs> okay. Whatever you think. It's Here's... a it's a fucking Sebring, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I think it's sick, personally. <laughs> um, so guys, we are brought here tonight to do our Seattle Kraken expansion mock draft. Um, all the one. other all the other podcasts you listen to might be doing it. They might not be doing it. So we're going to go one by one, team by team, for the picks that we would each have. And then essentially, we're going to get you guys to document the picks that you've taken. And then, I don't know, we might throw it up on the Twitter machine and see who's got the best team. What do you guys think? Excel spreadsheet. Should we uh, talk about the go- ongoings, like the Ellis trade and Luke Prokop today? How great that is. Yeah, we, we probably should talk about that. Um, okay, Thomas, yeah, kick I, us I off. Was conf- I was confused with the Ellis. That, 
that I still don't know who went where. I stopped looking. <laughs> let's okay. Let's break it down, so, Thomas. Do you want to take us starting at the? Well, I guess the Ryan Graves trade kind of kicked everything off. Um, do you want to start there? Or do you want me to? Do you want me to take the reins on this one? You can go with that one. Whatever. Sure. London, I know how much you love the London Knights. It's true. It's true that I do. Um, yeah. So I mean, like that was a pretty crazy trade to kick off trade season. S Z N, obviously. Uh, but we saw Ryan Graves get moved to the New Jersey Devils, and going the other way is Mikhail Maltsev uh, and a second round pick in the upcoming draft, which will end up being the sixty first pick. So really like a third round pick pretty yeah. darn close to it um did you guys have any thoughts on the trade uh i don't know graves is all right like i think he was he got a lot of help from his teammates like playing on that abs team like his independent yeah. numbers didn't look really good but um i don't know if you if you partner with a good partner then he's kind of that guy that can gel with yeah. like he's not a burden no matter what um yeah so yeah, so I don't know. It's a it's a big risk to trade, like to take, but it's also like you get basically a second pairing guy for just basically a second round pick, and Maltev can maybe hurt later, but it's still a project yeah. for Colorado to undertake. So I think the Devils yeah. are like really this kind of single stuff, and I think reports were later that they're like willing to spend, so they're going to be a big player to like maybe try to get someone like a free agent, like someone like maybe. I don't know, like, I don't even can't even name a free agent right now, but like, someone decently big, like a a, a yeah. B tier. Like, I think the Devils will try actually to win more hockey games than lose. Love that the bold strategy, yeah. Cotton. Let's see how this one plays out for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Games, trying to win hockey games. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I I don't know. It's weird. I feel similarly to you, like. Ryan Graves is a, a defenseman that, you know, he's a big guy, uh, you know, can kind of eat, eat minutes, eat pucks, you know, those types of things, the style of game that he plays. Um, but at the same time, I just, I don't know what New Jersey is. And that's where yeah. I'm challenged because as good of a goaltender as Blackwood is, um, you know, goaltending has been such a challenge for them. And, you know, that back end has a lot of bright spots. Um, you know, Ty Smith, I thought had a really great season last year, kind of out of nowhere. Um, you know, having played in the WHL the year before, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, this is a move obviously where they probably weren't going to be able to protect Ryan Graves and we're going to get into Mm -hmm. some more trades like that, where this was just kind of the best move. Um, and Colorado's had good luck drafting. Um, so, you know, that extra draft asset, uh, probably goes a long way uh, to their pool of picks. Do you have any thoughts, Carter? No, I don't have much to say. I don't really care about it. <laughs> like, okay. Sounds so, good. So I saw it and I didn't really like let's, think let's, too far into it. Give, like I, yeah. Like I agree with you guys. Ryan Graves is a good defenseman and that's. Yeah. But not a, not a world beater. Yeah. What's so, your thoughts on Ellis then? Let's just move along. Well, we're not there I'm the yet. We're not I'm there the host yet. now. <laughs> no, you're not. We have, okay. Let's just let's zoom through a couple of these. Like, Do any yeah, of you guys it's... have anything to say about Nick Letty for Richard Ponick? No. Perfect. Do you guys have anything to say about Jason Dickinson 
going to Vancouver uh, for a third round pick to Dallas. I know they're looking for a third line center, but I don't know if it'll be him. It's just another depth player that Vancouver is going after. Perfect. And he's older yep. than I thought he was. He's only, he he's is 26. older. Yeah, it's true. It's true that he is. And he always complains about not getting enough playing time in my 32 team be a GM when I take him from Dallas every year. So now you guys know. Um, this one was interesting. The Aiden Hill for Joseph Corner, uh, probably more depth than anything, but San Jose needs goalies. And Aiden Hill has been money in Tucson. Um, hasn't really gotten a fair shake in Arizona. Um, you can see you guys really care about that. Well, it's I think Arizona is <laughs> just getting cheaper too because Aiden Hill's a UFA, isn't he? Or no? Uh, it's his signing rights. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so like he's like it would be getting a bigger deal. So it's probably Arizona just like we need as many, like we don't want to sign new contracts at all kind of thing. Because <laughs> I think yeah. Cornor is like, I don't know, but whatever. I think it's a good on San Jose because San Jose is fucking terrible. So Jared McCann to the Leafs from Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh, as you know, will always recoup assets from previous trades. So I was going to say, I like how McCann's not protected and he was put on like a notable like pickup list. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Like I get kind of the move there because they're trying to like lessen the blow of it being Kerfoot or, or McCann. But like if Seattle ends up taking Dermot, it seems, I mean, at the end of the day, Philip Hallander is like a middle six prospect and a seventh round pick is not a lot. So yeah, Nike's hiding back there. He's got some shit to say. (laughs) Did you actually hear what he said? He said, this is NHL nepotism at its finest with Dubas getting McCann. That's what I he mean, said. Too, I don't know. But it, I think it was a smart trade. Like, I wish – I don't know. I think McCann's the better player than Kerfoot. Um, so it's kind of weird to acquire him and then potentially lose him, and then you still have Kerfoot. So you basically are – I guess it's it's kind of a way of, like, also paying – it's almost like paying Seattle to not take a player. If you mm-hmm. pay to acquire someone and then he gets taken, it's like, well, you basically paid – what was a seventh and Hollander? Yeah. For like, for to keep the team that you had last year. The thing with, I talked with T.O. about it, uh, friend of the show on Twitter very brief, briefly when I was trying to catch up to all the news because I found out all this like Sunday night when I was able to have internet. Um, and yeah, like it's basically whoever they take, whoever Seattle takes, I don't think they're going to take German because also if, if that happens, then I guess it's good because both players can play center or wing. So yeah. a McCann, Kerfoot, and Engvall line is probably a very, very good third line. Yeah, um, I agree. So, yeah. So, like, it's just – it's it's interesting. It's more so just, like, taking a coin flip. Be like, okay, whoever gets taken, the other one will be your third line center for next season kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. And I think the center will hold a bit more trade capital as well in the event that Kerfoot isn't selected and they decide to move on from him. Might be able to get yeah. more for a Kerfoot than you could McCann. And McCann's a center, but he played the last little bit on the wing uh, on Carter's favorite line with Jeff Carter in Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. Um. So. Yes. Okay. Carter, I know you were confused about the Barkley Goodrow one, and after finding out yeah. that he's rumored to be making like three million dollars <laughs> for the next six years if he signs this contract. What's that? 
3.8, I think. 3.8. Okay. So $4 million to be like a third line guy. Um, I'm also very confused. Thomas, can you explain this to us? Because he ends no. up in New York. He ends up in New York if nothing happens. He's right? a, well, they have his signing rights. They have his yeah, so rights. they traded it. He's a UFA. Sorry. He's going to be a UFA on the 28th, but they're probably going to sign him before. Oh. New York, New York will likely sign him. They'll probably. Oh yeah. No, but there's a signing. There's a signing freeze now, so he's technically not signed. So if Seattle takes him, because he's not protected, I don't think. No, he's not. So, like, if Seattle takes him from New York, then they're just, like, boned. But, yeah, like, I don't get it. Maybe we're missing something, but it's just, like... I never understood those signing rights pickups because, like, I feel like he's... At the end of the day, like, New York has his rights, right? And they, uh, like, they got his rights with a seventh-round pick. Yeah. It's basically getting, like, permission to pen a contract earlier before anyone else like like when philly did it with kevin hayes he signed before like free agency opened i'm pretty sure so he's just like yeah I'm, i wanted to be in philadelphia i want to be in this area so they probably know a little bit beforehand that he, they're willing to sign there it's kind of like adam fox too um i guess he was an rfa but i don't know it's so, like be- he's like he's very likely just gonna end up in new york yeah yeah exactly yeah, and for a so, seventh round pick to get like the that exclusive window of negotiation, I don't I don't hate it. It's just you gotta hope that Seattle doesn't take him. That's all. Yeah, the expansion draft adage is like it's it's so weird to just like yeah run that risk of Seattle taking unless they have a deal on the table too. Because I think there's gonna yes. be some deals that'll be exposed on Wednesday. Like if New York is another draft pick to not take the draw, which is crazy. So like acquiring him for like a third and a seventh or something like, yeah, it's, it's wild. New York's doing some like fucked up things. Like they're really trying to accelerate the rebuild by like acquiring all these depth pieces and they're not going to work out at all. Like they're, it's going to hurt them when Lafreniere is up for a new contract. Kako's up for a new contract. Um, Miller's up for a new contract. All those guys will need Shosurkin. Like all of them will need so many, like a huge pay raise that they can't afford because they're busy paying Barclay Goodrow $4 million. So. Sounds about uh, right. Sounds about right. Can we just touch on the Ellis and then move to our mock draft? Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. Thomas, you explain this one, bud. Okay. So Ryan Ellis went to the Flyers for Felipe Myers and Nolan Patrick. And then Nolan Patrick was flipped to Vegas for Cody Glass. So basically post two post-type prospects switching between Nashville and Vegas. Um, I think Nashville kind of fucked everything up. Like being at Broad Street, it's like they were fine if it was Myers, Patrick, and their first. So their 13th overall pick this year for Ellis yeah. or like for Ekholm last year during the deadline. Like they just wanted a defenseman and they thought Nashville had, if they were selling Ekholm or Ennis, that'd be like top tier perfect. And then the next tier was like, they're looking at Dumba. They're looking at other options like um, Vince Dunn somewhat, like even even temporary fixes down the road. But like, I think Philly just uh, like completely knocked this out of the park. Like, I think 
he does run the risk because he has six years left on his contract and he's 30 years old, but he's also the type of defenseman where like you could kind of swallow that at for like two to three really, really good years, especially yeah. in a position that they have been desperately needing a top line guy for like years forever. Yeah. So I think, I think it's just perfect. I didn't know that Ellis would be that cheap. And I don't know if Nashville really likes Myers because I don't know. He's, he's younger and cheaper and has something. So I don't know. I think Nashville, maybe, maybe they did this because of cap flexibility. That was an added bonus of it, but just in general, it's just like the flyers basically checked off their summer to-do list before even the expansion draft. Like if they did nothing else, yeah. except maybe sign like and sign someone to replace whoever they lose in expansion, then it's like a, easily like a very very good summer for philly i feel like they probably could have got more for ellis at the trade deadline bro i know like there's so many sense (laughs) imagine what like you could have asked like literally anyone and they would have given you like top picks and prospects yeah because like if someone wanted to make that next jump like i don't know like if new jersey really wanted to do something or like new york um, I don't know if he had trade protection on his contract. It doesn't sound like it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like Dave Poyles is doing something funky in fucking Nashville. It's just, I don't know. I don't cleaning really house. They're like a declining yeah. organization. They're cleaning house. And I, I think he went for what he's worth, frankly, for the immediate return that you're going to get out of him. He's only ever been with Nashville. He knows that system and, he knows that declining system and his coming out party isn't going to be this upcoming season. It's going to be the following season once he gets, gets his sea legs under him and he starts to get used to the, a pace of hockey that like is competitive again. Has, so has think, forwards that can score and like skate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's Philly plays oh, like, a, well, Philly plays hockey. Nashville hasn't been playing hockey. Right. And so yeah. I think that's, that's why his value might be, might have been a little tarnished or not tarnished, but I think he got like they they got Ellis for what they got him for, just because like he's this isn't gonna be his season next year. It's gonna be we're gonna see it the following season or late into this season once he gets gets used to because he's only ever been because he was a spitfire, then he was like then he went right into um who's Nashville's farm club? No at that time Milwaukee, was... yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. Yeah, and so he only he's only ever been Windsor, Milwaukee, and Nashville, right? And so he's um he's learning a so new system. Who do you think he'll play with, Thomas? Because Carter's point Provorov. is valid. Is Provorov. Provorov defensively responsible to let he's better? He's better, yeah. He's defensive, yeah. He's better defensively than offensively. Like he's not the defenseman that he was kind of hyped up at at the draft time. He's like He's way better defensively than like on the offense. Like he hurts on the power play. Yeah. Ellis is going to get power play, like top pairing minutes, yeah, top unit easily. Yeah, um, I agree. And yeah, I think, I don't know. I think Nashville's kind of fucking this up. Cause like it's Charlie O'Connor put a good, like kind of mentioned in this, in the BSH slack, like he mentioned that the players were really upset with the Arbison trade. Like he was part of their core. Yeah. Like Forsberg was visibly upset, like kind of didn't want to talk to anyone about it. Like a lot of the players were upset. And then Ellis is now gone. Like if I'm at home, I'm not resigning there. Like his contract is done after next season. So yeah. like 
they're going to lose out on all their core. Like, I don't know how many years Yossi has, but I think, didn't he just re-up? I think this is a, a rebuild. Yeah. But it's like, but it's also like, but it's also not like super old dudes either. Like they could have pulled the St. Louis route and like tried to get this, but it's also not a proper rebuild either. Like if it's, if they're going for the rebuild, I would do picks and any prospect that's under 20 or 21. They got a 22 year old that like has, hasn't really shown capable, like other than a third line center at the NHL level. And then Felipe Myers, who's 24 and has one year left on his deal. Then he hits our restricted free agency again, but he's also hasn't shown anything beyond being like a number four, not even a number three on a good team, like a number four yeah. to bottom pairing on a very good team. Like this is the kind of like shuffling, like trying to aim for younger players just to stay like somewhat competitive and like actually have them on the roster other than having prospects that you have to develop or picks that you have to make. Like yeah. they should have taken that next step and way further and gotten Ellis for a couple picks and like good prospects that are still in the juniors or whatever, like way far beyond. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, okay. So that's that. The only other one, which is, is interesting is the Andrew Ladd going to Arizona for all those picks <laughs> with all I, those picks. The conditions on this pick are so good. So Coyotes received the better of the two 2022 second round picks the Islanders currently hold. Makes sense. They got the 60th pick in this draft. Okay, perfect. And the third round pick is transferred if Ladd plays in at least one game in 22-23. So is he playing? No. You be the judge. (laughs) He's oh, going on yeah. LTIR, baby. That's Perfect. that's that move. Arizona, that's it's just move. vacation, retirement. Yeah. Contract baby. retirement. Just golf. That's it. Yeah. Hang out with Chris Pronger and Marion Gabrick and Paolo Datsuk. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Pavel Datsuk. Right that. No, no, I know. The yeah, famous Dennis Solowski and... Jakub Chikrin. And Zetterberg too, right? Or where did where was Zetterberg's? Zetterberg's I want to say it was Florida. Florida. Okay. I want to say no, it wasn't Florida. I think it I think it was might have been Arizona. Arizona as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, Um, so without further ado, so many Hall of Famers in that franchise. Absolutely. And listen, here here's a nice little pivot. There's gonna be so many Hall of Famers. In my Seattle Kraken franchise, too. Now you know. Um, Carter, do you understand the rules? Thomas, do you understand the rules? Yeah. Yes. So we are using Cap Friendly's Seattle expansion draft tool on their website. Quick shout out to them. Um, we're drafting 30 players from every team except the Vegas Golden Knights. The minimum amount of forwards we can draft is 14. The minimum defense we can draft is nine. Minimum goalies is three. And the minimum cap hit is 48.9 million. Um, The winner, judged by our friends on Twitter, uh, will get a container of their choice of Kawartha ice cream from the losers. Oh, moose tracks. Thank you. 
I had moose tracks yesterday. Yeah. I left cheap. Moose tracks are the, the salty caramel one. The yeah, the salted one. caramel one's good too. Yeah. Anyways. So how do we want it, Carter? Do you want to go like by age? Like, how do you guys want to do the order? Should we go team by oh, like we announce our picks. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. We can just keep going back and forth. Doesn't matter. Or like you're so you can't change your roster from this point going on. Yeah, I can't be like I choose this guy instead, which I had to change a little. So I did this before, and yeah. I had to change a little yeah. bit because of the cab. Yeah, so that would be the only reason that will allow a change is if the cap doesn't work. Um, is that fair to you guys? Yeah. But wait, we should have come in under the max though when we locked our team in. No. Did you already do this? Like you already, I, I'm already under. But when I did it previously, I was sitting at like a hundred mil. Oh yeah, I'm I, I I'm under now. Like I'm, okay. So we yeah, I'm gonna we're, do. We're I did mine and then closed the window. So I'm going to oh do mine live to keep things spicy. <laughs> Memory. Uh, remember. Okay, okay. So uh, Thomas will go you, Carter, me. Okay. And then do you guys want to do it snake style? Sure. Let's Sounds do it like, that way. Like uh, 13229. Like, what? I think so. Yeah. So it'd be like Thomas, Carter, Chris. Chris Carter Thomas, Thomas Carter Chris, Chris Thomas Carter, or Carter. And Thomas. then we'll just go alphabetical by the teams. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Okay, let's do it. Uh, okay, so Thomas, you in- start by. Should we have intro music for this <laughs> segment? Yeah, we'll do a, a, a grunge song. So, um, um, the last episode, I asked you to drop in audio and you didn't, and it's the most <laughs> awkward I thing. Ever. You edited it. No, no, yes. it was the previous episode. My bad. I was like, you drop it just... in right here. And then you never did. So <laughs> okay. here we are. Whatever. All right, Sorry. Thomas, Sorry, Anaheim Ducks. Who is Thomas Williams selecting? Uh, Kevin Schottenkirk. Kevin Schottenkirk. Yeah. Who Interesting. else is that fucking team? Interesting. Okay, okay. I, I don't even have to explain it. He's a good power play guy still playing in the top four. A very good bottom pairing guy. Okay. He can still play. He doesn't have too much of a, like, he only has two more years on his contract, so it's still there. And Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a choice. Okay. Go ahead, uh, go ahead Carter. Um, so I actually picked Hayden Flurry. Um, and no, so no. I was... He's so fucking bad. Sorry. <laughs> he, he can, he's comfortable playing on both sides of the ice. He's he's younger and he's like trying to bust the lineup and he doesn't break the bank and he's someone that like they can, he can stick with them like with Seattle for, for a bit. He's an RFA in 2022. And I, I don't think he's going to be, I don't know. Everyone. Super expensive. Like, yeah. He's not super expensive and he's a good, he's just a, a good system defenseman. Right. Might not, oh. might not even crack the lineup, but no one else uh, that I wanted to fucking take on Anaheim. So. <laughs> top pairing for their like palm springs ahl team if not breaking the lineup <laughs> i like it um i chose josh mahura i originally selected hayden flurry and then i looked at his age i thought hayden flurry was way younger than he is not that he's like super old but um josh mahura left-handed defenseman 
um, has, has been doing half a point a game basically in the HL as a defenseman uh, for San Diego. Um, and as a defenseman, it's 69 ice in 60 games for Regina in his last year junior, which for a defenseman is pretty good to have more than a point a game. Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of offensive upside, and that's why I chose Joshua Mahura. Okay. And like to kind of like preface all this, I never realized how old all of the exposed defensemen are. Like yeah, as I was going through this, man. like it's crazy. Like a good eighty-five percent of the like the notable defensemen that are exposed are like thirty plus. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. right? Um, okay, so I guess I'm going again. Uh, and from the Arizona Coyotes, there wasn't a lot, <laughs> but I chose Michael Bunting, um, okay. who played for uh, Canada in the World Championships this past year. Very speedy winger, um, 19 points in 16 games in Tucson. Uh, and played about 20 games or so with Arizona. I think he's going to play on Arizona this upcoming season. I remember liking him in junior, course, yeah. and I'm just picking a guy that, uh, you know, I, I think has the ability to do a little bit more uh, with a little bit more opportunity. So, Michael Bunting, Carter, to you, buddy. Um, I picked uh, Jason Demers. Okay. Um, Wanted some, uh, wanted some experience on the blue line. Um, as I was saying, they're all super old, um, but not like a super hard cap hit. He's a UFA like the following season, which uh, like they can move on from if he doesn't work out how they want him to. But um, I don't know. I think he, yeah, needs out of Arizona. So it was, he's a UFA this season. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was. I took. <laughs> I like I it. Pick, I like. Yeah. I like Jason Demers. He's a nice guy. He's a big Phoebe Bridgers fan, so he he has a good music taste. Okay. Anyways, and you can always info. never go wrong with a right-handed defenseman, right? So yeah, like no, kind of especially when that's offensive. But see, I take Demers <laughs> over Shattenkirk personally. No, what are you talking? About? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I would just with the cap hit. Yeah. The, Whatever. For the Anyways, captain, me, but also body of work. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead, Thomas. <laughs> uh, Christian Fisher. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Explain He's... it because I had him selected originally, so I'm interested in your reasoning. Yeah, I, I think maybe if I did read it, I'd go bunting. Um, but he's also a UFA, and Christian Fisher is an RFA, and he still has one year left on his deal. Um, so you don't have to negotiate with him, but I, I don't know. He played up good numbers in the AHL and he's just a guy just to have. And I, again, like there's no one there. I'm not picking like Tyler Pitt looks okay, but he's also like a guy that you're paying almost two mil for, for a bottom six role. Like, I don't think you're going to take him. Frederick Gauthier would be my personal choice, but it's okay. Um, fourth line center. So speaking of, uh, fourth line, um, I absolutely nailed the Boston Bruins pick. I can't wait. By selecting Nick Ritchie. Of course you selected Nick Ritchie. You're so predictable. You're so predictable. He was good last season when you had to play like, he's a good like third line dude. I don't know. I don't have to explain it any further. He, He hits dudes. He punches dudes. 
I think he's a very he'll be a very good like expansion team player. I like it. Carter, what are your what are your thoughts on Nick Ritchie? You like you like a big, big forward. Uh, See, that's why I went with, that's why I went with Corelli. Mm. He's a big he's a big boy. And yeah, he why, plays big. Yeah. Yeah, he Corelli plays big, and so that's why I went with Corelli, but like and he's what was his cap hit? Um one yeah, two only seven like five. twelve set yeah, one two seven five. So I guess not far off from Richie. Um, like Richie's younger. Um, so, but no, I, I Crowley, like he stood out for me with the limited amount of Boston games that I watched and I like how he played big. And so that's why I went with Corelli. I like it. Corelli, good bottom six guy. Yeah. And yeah, those are the types of players. Those like bubble players that are looking to prove themselves getting, getting kind of a free ticket to go elsewhere. Right. Yeah. And also, so but Nick of- Richie, Nick Ritchie has a face that looks like it's too small for his uh, head. <laughs> so that's my guy. I like it. I like it. Let me guess that's your sick. pick. Let me guess Go your ahead. pick, Carter. Greg McKegg. My pick? Yeah. Was not Greg McKegg. I, I'm going to have to probably walk this back, but I believe that we take risks. We have good dialogue about it, and we just see I went completely off the board and chose Jacob for backers for his backup Carlson. Hear me out. He's just played as a cap move, huh? No, not really. I mean, (laughs) he's, he's playing in, um, in Sweden in the SHL for Fariestad. He, and he hasn't been very good in the SHL. Like (laughs) I got to like kind of talk myself through this, but the player that I saw, you know, 17, 18, 18, 19 uh, in Providence was very good. And I think on a, a team where he could be insulated as like a third line center um, with, you know, maybe some penalty kill, um, he, he might be a good guy uh, to pick. There's no way Seattle's picking him. This is kind of mm-hmm. like my hipster pick because I like first back of Carlson. Um, but my... Buffalo Sabres pick as we move Sorry, on to the can next team. Say something about Boston quickly. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Buddy. It is just kind of funny how, like, I don't, I honestly don't have a clue who they're gonna pick, who Seattle gonna pick, because oh, no idea. It's from Boston. It's like you could pick Coolman, Lazar, Corrali, Chris Wagner, Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha. Like, it's all kind of the same. Like, you're picking middle six to bottom six guys, and even on yeah. the back end, they could go for like a Mike Riley to get his rights or like a, I don't know, a Lazon. Like I saw a bunch of people picking Jeremy Lazon off the blue line and their mock Seattle draft. So I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. I had, I had had Lazon and Clifton. I like went between the two. Mm -hmm. I thought Clifton was a little bit younger than that. Kevin Miller's retired. So he shouldn't even really be on the list. He retired last week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. And I feel like some of these teams, the talent is so obvious. And then other ones you're like, eh, it's just like, you really can roll know. A dice. yeah, it doesn't exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So when it came to Buffalo, um, obvious, obviously <laughs> I wanted to choose Michael Hoser as the goalie. <laughs> uh, and trust me, I wanted to so bad. I ended up going with Drake Kajula. Um, who has bounced around like crazy. 
but uh, former OJHL man, uh, you know, 27 years old, little bit like, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember like how hyped he was coming out of college and he was so, so good in the first little bit. I think he strikes me as the type of player who has been bounced around so much that if he could find a role on this Seattle team, he could surprise a lot of people in the way that, um, you know, some of the players did with Vegas. I wouldn't compare him to like a Riley Smith or, you know, like a March or so or anything like that poised for some breakout. Cause he's a bit older. Um, but yeah, I, I chose Drake Kajula. You'd be like a I Thomas Nosek on the Vegas team or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something like that where within a role, um, he could have success. Carter, go ahead, bud. Um, so I kind of took the same approach about like being passed around and needing to find a home and like with boss or with like players coming out of Buffalo and like, they just, it's like they come out of Buffalo fired out of a cannon, right? Like they're just so excited to get out of Buffalo. Um, so I'm putting a lot of faith in Cody Eakin and hoping that Cody Eakin brings some grit to uh, the Seattle lineup. And so that was my pick for, I don't know. So, I hope not. So Huck will sometimes sneak into the cat's room and try and eat the kitty litter. And we just caught him red-handed. Oh, oh shit. And it's just not good. He's Apparently it's sent. like crack. Like, uh, yeah, they love it. To dogs, yeah. Yeah. But um, like to us, and like, except for that one guy on Leafs Twitter, it's cat shit. <laughs> Yeah, love. Okay. Um, anyways, sorry guys, just a little drama in the Killingsworth household tonight. It's okay. Um, okay. Cody Eakin has next? great hair. He does have great yeah. hair. Um, I picked Colin Miller from Buffalo. Shocker. Do you want to just okay. do every overpriced right-handed defenseman, or like how did you want to do it? <laughs> Shut up. I think so. <laughs> that's why. He, hyped... That's why his cap was at 120 million. Yeah. yeah it it is. <laughs> Oh, shit. No shit. Shocker. I, I have Shocker. more I have more coming up. It's okay. Um so yeah, so I picked him just because I think he like 18 Carter defensemen. Saying, yeah. Uh like Carter was saying, just like players love coming out of Buffalo. And he was in he played very well in Vegas in the depth role. Um yeah. so I feel like he could maybe do the same thing for Seattle, be that really good like third pairing guy. Um, because I have so many defensemen that he can be on the third pairing. So yeah, yeah that's basically my ruling. I love that. And uh, from Calgary, so <laughs> I picked everyone knows, I think we're all going to pick the same guy from Calgary. I'm not, honestly, like, you could pick Josh Levo here. I really like Josh Levo as like a UFA, a free agent for Seattle to sign. Yeah. Um, I always had a soft spot for him just because I think he's really good. But I'm obviously it's Mark Giordano to yeah, I take chose him. Giordano too. Yeah, Cutter same. No, I I took Josh Levo. Wow. Okay. I, thought, I just didn't I want to take he, any UFAs because it was messy. No, uh, I thought he he played a very very good back half of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's like he's 28 and he's. Like, obviously, he's been up and down and around the block, but I don't know. I, I think he, like, really, like, showed his worth um, in Calgary at the back half of the season. And I think if he was given um, a new platform, he he can kind of keep that train rolling, right? And so I 
that's why I picked Josh Levo. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I, I just couldn't pass up Jordan Damage, just like how good he's been. And he is old, but it's, he only has one year left on his deal. So it's basically like a very kind of Mark andre Fleury-esque, like prove yeah. your leadership in expansion and then see how it goes. Maybe he'll resign there on a couple of years or whatever, but or he'll retire. Yeah. And it's um, just like he seems to like stay out of the stay off the IR like Giordano. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's a warrior. So solid. And so yeah. like that was I was like contemplating picking him, but then I was like, what if like this is the season that he finally busts, like that he breaks something, right? And then right. like because he's he's never hurt. And so yeah, and as a defenseman, that's so valuable, right? Like to keep producing and keep being like so consistent and strong and like stay like being an iron isn't he is he an iron man right now or is he like what's i think it might have stopped yeah i think it uh, did but he oh, was okay. going on for a while it was like yeah. him and yandel were like the yeah two players but Absolutely. yeah so no I, I think he's a great pick i just i wanted to give a young kid a or like a a bit of a like a <laughs> yeah. more a deeper pick for calgary i, I think guess. levo is like the prime like if immediately when i like kind of a candidate for someone to really if anyone can give him like top six minutes and just like let him play like maybe he'll be in arizona next season or buffalo but i think yeah. he'll shine if he's just like given the right yeah yeah if he's given the right the right support yeah yeah love that love Who'd you pick that with carolina chris um i picked nino niederreiter obviously uh which i think was probably going to be the consensus pick with you guys um just I think the two-way ability, um, a guy that has been tremendous for Carolina, like I just thought it was a bit of a no-brainer. Um, the only other one like that I thought would be interesting would be Jake Bean. Um, I think there's going to be an abundance of these types of defensemen, to Carter's point, um, you know, whether it's like a Hayden Fleury or, you know, kind of that like tweener defenseman. Um, I, I like Jake Bean, uh, but I, I think there needs to be almost like a bigger body of work there. Um, and then the only other one that like, I kind of considered, uh, was Peter Mrazek, um, for obvious reasons, um, when healthy, I think he's great, but unfortunately with the caveat of when healthy, um, I had to go Nino. What about you guys? Um, so even though he's a UFA this year, I picked Dougie because he's my, he's my senior on the blue line and he's like kind of the, he's the guy I want to build the core around Yeah, everybody Like he's the most expensive and like most producing defenseman that I've picked for my, my draft. Um, and I feel like he's the, he's kind of the, like the, the center of gravity for like my defensive choices. Yeah. I love so, it. A lot of that's risk. Why, I know. A lot of UFAs. Jeez. You could just like go into July 28 just with like no team and just completely but start over. I kind of yeah. like that though, <laughs> that strategy though, because Carter, like to your point, like hypothetically, if they could really sell him on Seattle and it's yeah. Seattle feels like a market that would be conducive to the personality, like, you know, from what we know about him. Um, yeah. I actually like that move quite a bit. I, like I, I also bit. left I also left like 10 million in cap space because I picked so many UFAs. There you go. I, so I think like they're it. gonna I think Seattle's gonna go hard after Dougie 
in yeah. free agency anyways. So yeah, I'll be perfect. But yeah, I, I, I obviously picked, you know, but yeah, no, I just, I, I wanted a cornerstone for like yeah. my, like my defense and looking up and down the list and like, like factoring in age and contract and production and things like that. I, he was yeah. my pick for like what I wanted the senior defense to look like. Yeah. And I maybe like I, maybe I thought about contracts too much because like similarly with a lot of players, I wanted like flexibility in the future. Like not a lot yeah. of them are really long deals that I picked. Um, yeah. We'll get those later, but like Nino is a UFA after next season. So like if Seattle's really in the tank, which I don't think they should be, but if they're like, really blowing it in Pacific, they could sell off so many rentals and like get so many assets for next year. Like it'll be, they yep. could really make a haul out of who they picked. Um, so for Chicago, I was tossed in between two, but then I realized that minimum goalies was three. So I, but I originally <laughs> picked my kind of uh, soft spot player, Brendan Peary. Um, wow. Really? He has such a good shot. Like, it is unreal how good his shot is. He could do nothing else, but, like, his shot is too good um, to pass up and just, like, another player just to give just to give um, a chance to. But I picked Malcolm Subban um, as one of my first goalies. So, I think he... A good pick. Yeah, I, I think it was just uh, kind of an easy one. I could have picked Aaliyah, um, but I think Subban will kind of... They're both the same age, but... So even cheaper and yeah. yep. I don't hate it. Guy, whatever. And he's he's got the experience of being an expansion man. So yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he also get it. He, he he rises to the occasion as well. Like whenever he gets the opportunity to play, he's always he plays notable games, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. I mean, I kind of wish that he turned into what a lot of Bruins fans hoped that he'd turn into when he was drafted so highly. And I don't think it's quite worked out that way. Um, but of the Sioux bands, it's hard to not argue that he's not the most successful one right now on the ice. Yeah. Uh, just saying. Um, I chose. I was going to touch that $9 million fucking contract. That's why. Definitely not. Okay. I chose uh, Adam Gaudet. I'm kind of shocked that Thomas didn't. That's interesting that you didn't. Um, not only does this guy spin kick his wife in the head at their wedding, um, if you haven't seen the video, Google it. It's fucking so funny. Uh, but I love Gaudet. Um, I think Gaudet was uh, impressive in Vancouver. Um, you know, he was he was great in college. Went to Northeastern. A husky man. If you know what I'm saying. Um, so. Um, Northeastern is the Huskies, Thomas. He's not. No, I know. He's not. It's not chubby or anything. We might be. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Adam Gaudet was was an easy choice for me. Uh, you know, kind of get a little bit more centered depth in the system, um, and that was my choice. Um, who's is it? My turn again, Thomas. Wait. Yeah. Wait, yeah, Carter. Who did you pick? Oh yeah, Tom. Uh, or, yeah, Carter. You didn't pick anyone. We skipped you. For who? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. I picked Nikita Zadorov. Yeah, you did. I knew you'd pick Zadorov. <laughs> I Sorry, knew boys. it. Big guy. I have, a, I have a soft spot for big boys from London or who played He's in London. He's a weapon, too. You ever yeah. see his, his mic'd up videos? <laughs> no. He cross-checks. I'll send you the video afterwards, but he cross-checks this guy 
the guy goes into the boards like head first. He's like, "Don't you fucking touch my goalie!" <laughs> so sick. <laughs> you yeah, love to see he, it. He's a big boy. He's like, he played out of London, so he's got that killer instinct, right? Like you've seen it throughout his career, and I think he's just like you can't stay in Chicago and like be a big like fiery defenseman like that. You're gonna get yourself in some trouble. So he needs a new home. I love it. That's fantastic, Carter. Good on you, bud. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so with uh, Colorado, which is, I guess, my turn, who do you think I took, boys? Um, JT Comfer. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> who I chose. Really? Yeah, and I, I was between <laughs> Comfer. I was between Comfer and Donk's boy. Um, because I like Dongskoy. I think he's, he's a great player, but I think when I look at age um, and I know Comfort can play on the wing uh, and be a center, um, to me, that was just who I felt was there. Carter, in one of our earlier episodes, you and I talked about Vladislav Kamenev quite yeah. a bit, and um, <laughs> I was hoping maybe you chose him. But uh, yeah, I had to go with uh, John John Tavares Comfort uh, as my... Uh, <laughs> the only JT that exists in my world. Um, I picked Brendan Saad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. Okay. He was. He he stood out for me with Colorado. He he played great, and so I couldn't not pick him. I guess like I didn't want to like go for Landeskog because I feel like his resigning is going to be ridiculous. Saad is so, like a pretty reasonable one to resign, though. He's going to need less money, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think he's making exactly. five mil next year, but yeah, I like yeah, it. He's a great winger, and yeah, like the resign as like compared to Landeskog won't be as heavy. So yeah, I like so, it. Thomas, I picked Donskoy. I not like you kind of convinced me on Comfort because he's cheaper and also younger, and the same contract length. Um, but I like Don's quote, what he's done more and just especially in San Jose and stuff. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I think, I don't know, it's interesting. I think it's basically between the two for real life Seattle. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, anyways, Colorado's getting more cap space. Um, so for Columbus, I was, yeah, I was kind of pulled towards Max Domi, but then I needed cap space, so I said, fuck that. Um, I picked Kevin <laughs> Kevin Stenlund. Um, Stenlund, yeah, good yeah. call. Okay. I was just like a very solid kind of depth piece. He's kind of shone a little bit with the Columbus when I've seen him. Not a lot, but whatever. Um, but yeah, he's just been there. He's kind of young. He's just another one that might need more experience, but that's really all I have to say about Kevin. Kev, big Kev. Big Kev. <laughs> Carter? I went with Domi. Yeah, of course. I, um, yeah. Well, no, not <laughs> just because he was a have. Like, he was, like when he was a have, he, like, he had his successes, and then he went radio silent in Columbus, right? Like, I I forgot all about Max Domi for, like, six months. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was, like, holy. And, like, I was still, like, keeping up with Columbus and, like, Line A and Torts and, and obviously, like, just the, like, with Anderson and just seeing, like, like production, like, since the trade and everything like that. Um, but I think he just needs, he needs a different, different system, different organization. Like, Columbus isn't it for him. 
and hopefully we can see some of the successes that he had in in Montreal like he's he's young still and he's a phenomenal hockey player so like it right now because of his declining role in Columbus that you like you can put him second maybe even third line he's going to play that role perfectly right yeah I also chose Domi uh because of center depth uh and you're going to need somebody that's making that kind of money on my team because I've been pretty under the cap so far um, I'll also share that although he's a natural center, he does have experience playing on the right wing. <laughs> oh, my the dumb, nothing, and the the red you, the red access the red uh, <laughs> accents on the Seattle uh, jersey are going to pair well with his hat. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, no. Also, I probably have to go in like half an hour. So let's move it along. <laughs> Okay, saying. hey, we're about halfway I'm done. Sorry. Okay, let's let's keep I'm it sorry. moving. No, it's it's cool, babe. It's, no worries, bro. Yeah, no problem. Okay, uh, who's next? Dallas. Dallas. Uh, who's who wants to go? Who's your That's you. Uh, I chose Julius Honka. Uh, originally, I was going to choose Adam Masterin, uh because I watched him a lot in junior for. Kitchener and he was very good. Um, Julius Honka, similar to my Forsbacka Carlson pick. Uh, don't expect it to be a popular pick, but I think Honka's upside, uh, you know, if he eventually figures it out, um, that, that he'll be a great player. Um, like the offensive upside there. And like I said, I just pray to God he figures it out. What about you guys? Um, so I ended up picking Colton Point um, just for some some goalies in the system. Um, he like came out of Carlton place, played in Colgate. Um, and then he was, a uh, on the bench and in the system, like on the bubble, uh, he, he didn't break the, uh, like the lineup for, uh, or he's never breaking the broken lineup for Dallas, but I think he's a good, good strong goalie for where he's been. And I think he's, he's my, my depth goalie. I like it. So similar to you, Chris, I picked Adam Masterin because I wanted to just get someone, basically. There's, like, no one there that's, like, not an expiring deal that I would touch. Like, Alexiak is kind of good, but he's expiring. It's just, like, yeah, there's no one really there. So, yeah, that's easy. Kind of, like, depth. He was probably going to start in the AHL, like, kind of nothing. Um, so Detroit... Uh, was fairly easy because there's no one. Uh, <laughs> I picked Troy Stetcher. Uh, one year left on his deal, 1.7, like meaning nothing. Can play second or third pairing really well. Um, I think he's all situations. Like he could play on power play and penalty kill, I think. But anyways, yeah, kind of easy. Troy Stetcher. Layout. I like it. Troy Stetcher. I went with Stetcher too. He's North Dakota yeah. boy. He plays like good NCAA defense. And like you can see how quick he is and laterally is. And again, he needs a home out of Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And he's Interesting. from Vancouver, so it'll be like a little cool thing. Oh yeah, it's a good narrative. Yeah. Um, I chose Christian Juice. Um similar like sentiments to Trey Stetcher. Year younger, 700K yeah. less, 
Um, I think they bring something similar. Like Stetra is probably a bit more offensive upside, but um, you know, uh, as the song goes, blame it on the juice. Now you know. Yep. Now you know. Uh, okay, let me do. Uh, I guess uh, Edmonton, unless one of you guys wants to go first. No, you no, go, go for it. Let's keep the snake. All right, let's do it. Um, I chose uh, keep the snake. Let's go. Uh, I chose Tyler Benson. Uh, Tyler Benson was such a like talked about draft pick when he went. He's 23. He's had the injury bug for a long time, um, but I'm hopeful that if he figured it out. This could be like the type of player that would have great draft, um, you know, pedigree, I would say. So somebody would be likely to take him in a trade. Um, but I like Tyler Benson. I considered taking one of their big D-men. Um, I just I just couldn't make it work. I, it's, it's not it for me. What did you guys do? Um, I, I ended up picking Adam Larson. Um, okay. He's coming off of a season where that – that Edmonton defense was so overworked. So with some rest, he's going to have some good habits that he's coming into this season with. So that's why I went with uh, Larson. Yeah. And there's, he doesn't want to stay at Edmonton either. Like they're not no. going to sign him. So he'll probably no. sign anywhere that first takes interest. Uh, <laughs> I picked Dominic Cahoon because he's very good and was underutilized in Edmonton. Um, still an RFA. He's 26, so he's just a year away from free agency, but he's still – I think, yeah, he's another one, like basically my whole team, kind of like Vegas is guys that need more of a stage, I feel. Um, so, yeah, that's basically why I picked him. He's very good. It could probably play in their top six right away, like honestly, for not very much. Um, so Florida, this is kind of cheating because it's already been confirmed that they're going <laughs> to pick. Yep. They're going to pick Chris <laughs> Dredger. Um, so I picked him and they're going to re-sign him. So, yeah. I picked him too. So we'll keep that one nice and easy. Dreger was my uh, first goalie that I selected off the board. Carter, what about you, bruv? I know I, I, I didn't end up reading that until, well, actually I, <laughs> as an idiot, I read it, I read it today and then I still didn't pick him. Um, I ended up picking uh, Nudivara. Yeah. Nudivara, um, that's not a bad pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like, like a, a lot like a third pairing, second pairing defenseman. The Racco Gudis pick would have been cool too, honestly, looking, looking back at that. Yeah, they're coming off of an exciting – and he's, he's only 27, right? Like exactly, yeah. Coming off of an exciting Florida season. But I know I, I read that today, like, that they were taking him as well, and I still didn't pick him. Chris, can I, I like take – can I guess your uh, Kings pick? Uh, I think it's probably you're thinking it's going to be obvious, but I just changed it. I just changed my mind, but go ahead. We weren't allowed to do that. Ours are locked in. <laughs> no, no, no. I, so I the old, no, no, I, no, I can change sure. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, can. <laughs> I old yeah, one, that's true. The old one was keep very cool. Legends. Andres. That's Athens true. One, and the time, new one is Carl Grunstrom. Uh, no. <laughs> Grunstrom was on my short list. So my original pick was, yes, Brendan Lemieux, obviously. Uh, very nice kid when I met him um, many, many, many times when he played for Barry. Uh, but I chose Kale Clegg. 
um, just because I want to, like, I'm building my team around the future. I don't know if my team's going to be super competitive out of the gate. Uh, I, I don't, I, like, that hasn't been my goal with this team necessarily. Um, Kale Clegg, young defenseman, um, still on his uh, entry. Well, he's an RFA this year, I guess, but coming off of an entry deal. Um, and that was my pick. What did you guys pick? I actually picked Brendan Lemieux. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Good old Barry boy. He's only 25. Um, and again, he's been passed around everywhere. Um, so hopefully he finds a home, right? Yeah. Yep. Max Domi and Brendan Lemieux in a locker room is going to be chaos. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love I it. Pick, I picked Blake, Blake Lazat. Uh, oh. Got a center. Good Minnesota boy. Um, yeah. I needed a center and he's probably had the best numbers and stuff. And I didn't want to pick Athens to you. Cause I don't know. I just wanted someone else. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lazat is kind of, yeah, I picked him. He does what you uh, need him to do. Yeah. So speaking of Minnesota also, um, this is Let's a pick go. more so because I wanted, I wanted them to take this pick. Uh, it's not the obvious one of Victor Ross, but I picked Carson Susi. This is kind of the obvious yeah. one too. Um, he's good. He's just like a solid second pairing or third pairing guy, four, five, six defenseman. Um, that's again locked up for two more years, cheap cap hit, nothing too much there. He's 26. Um, yeah, it's kind of just an easy layup pick just to make, I feel like. I like um, it. I ended up I ended up picking Bukestad. Yeah. yeah. Um his like production for his value and i think it's pretty worth it for this new team especially since he's not expiring um and he's a big boy maybe if i'm overloaded on centers putting him on the wing with that right hand shot might not be the worst uh well yeah he's been he's been on the wing mostly in minnesota yeah um, this past year so that works there you go uh what team are we on oh minnesota obviously (laughs) I picked uh, Kakinen, obviously, <laughs> goaltender of the future. Um, yeah, that was like a very obvious one for me. Um, the only one that that like there was like a bit of pause uh, was Brennan uh, Manel or Menel. I don't know okay, how you yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only because he's been crushing it in the KHL. Um, and the only other one, one time Barry Colt, Slippery Wolf, Dmitry Sokolov. Um, Thought about him too, but Kappa Kakinen is. They didn't even uh, qualify his rights. That's just your opinion. That's just your opinion. You don't know shit, bro. (laughs) I I, I am scared of them picking Manel, like, and not affecting the Wild Cup at all. And Manel could have been an easy, like, he he might replace, like, being very easy kind of pseudo replacement, like, quasi. Not he's, he's right shot, but it's not exactly, but he could play in the top four probably. And kind sure. of buffer Kalen Addison down. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm worried it's about a layup. picking him, but yeah. Um, I love it. Chris, who'd you pick um, from the Go first, Carter, just because of you know, Me first. solidarity. Um, <laughs> Carey Price. So I, 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 no, I, I went with Kulak, actually. Oh, okay, um, interesting. He had a good... He had a good, uh, like, he had a good back half of the season. He had a good start to his playoff run, um, and he actually made a bit of a difference on the blue line, like when he came back into the lineup. 
um, against Tampa. Um, and I think I'm more or less just like manifesting, like not picking anybody else. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Boys, hold on a second. I got to mute this. It's important business. Please hold. Um, so yeah, that's why I picked Kulak. Um, obviously like Jerem was a, was a machine. Like he's, yeah. he's like a face-off robot. And so he'd be a good center, like, um, good winger to build around yeah. or good center I to pick, build around. So, yeah. or Dino, sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like looking at everybody like Tatar, like he hasn't played in God knows how long. Yeah. Um, Byron's old. I didn't realize how old Byron was. I thought he was younger. And then everyone right. else is like old and or has like terribly expensive contracts. And I don't really want like like the picks in Merrill or Gustafson. So Kulak was my my pick. Yeah. I picked Kulak too. Sorry. Chris. Oh really? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, that, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just saying that Kulak Petri, 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 um, pairing was like very, very good. So if he can get next to someone like a stature, maybe to kind of replace the knots, their bottom pairing, that's a really good, solid bottom yeah. pairing. I think I like Kulak's game very, it's good. And again, like short commitment, if he, if he shits the bed, then it's just one year and then he could sell him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, chose Jonathan Drouin. Um, I think if, if the, if the upside is there, um, it's, it's the right move. Um, I mean, the upside I think is there. I just hope that whatever he's going through, um, allows him to continue to play hockey. And I'm not speculating what that is because I don't think that's fair, but, um, if there's the opportunity for him to start fresh, uh, he's the guy I'm picking and I'm not looking back because I think when that type of skill is available, at his age for his cap. Um, yeah. You hope that he can put it together. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Uh, okay. So we're, we're almost done here. Let's go through uh, Nashville. Who did you guys have? Your turn, buddy. Uh, I chose. Go ahead, Thomas. You can go no, first. No, no. We get snake. Keep the snake. Yeah. So I chose uh, Brian Johansson. Um, that's, I know it's a lot of money and I know there are a lot of haters. Um, but to me, it was kind of the obvious pick to pick a guy, um, who at one point in his career was fantastic and it just has not worked out in Nashville. We've seen glimmers there. Um, but ultimately between him and Duchesne and I knew I needed somebody to hit the cap floor. Um, Duchesne's two years older, uh, and his contract is a year longer. So for me, uh, Johansson was the right move. Um, I was going for a winger out of Nashville, but oh, Kelly Arncroft, Kelly Arncroft, yeah, Marco Gamaldi. Um, um, I was gonna say Grimaldi or uh, Grandland. Um, Perfect. Maybe let's, let's go with Grandland. I like it. I'm still still under, yeah. No, Carter's yeah, gonna but... use all his lawyer ability to negotiate all these contracts that aren't signed yet. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm still. I'm only at like fourteen. <laughs> I like it. I'm only at four, I'm only at fourteen twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one contracts. Perfect. Who did, who uh, did you pick, Thomas? I picked uh, Mark Borowiecki, um, just to have some grit on the blue line to punch a few dudes to be a very nice dude. Um, yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking Super Frederick Allard because he's had like crazy offensive numbers in the AHL, but he's also like a project. So, and I don't know if given Seattle's who's available on the blue line, he's not going to have opportunity to play in the NHL, so he'll just be playing in the AHL again. Borowiecki is so. a great pick. Can I can I switch it to Borowiecki? Yeah, go for it, yeah. yeah. He's a, a very nice person. Add nice only, only $2 million as yeah. well. One more year, just, yeah, you yeah. saw the deadline again. Sick. Yeah. Um, for New Jersey, um, I picked Nathan Bastion. Um, a little off the board, I feel like, but also just someone that still has years remaining on his deal and is a very kind of just depth forward. He probably won't play in the NHL, but I didn't really see anyone else. Like I was thinking Will Butcher, but my blue line is already stacked up. So unless they really like are taking dudes to then trade them away, I didn't really see an obvious pick for me. Um, but yeah, who'd you pick Carter? I ended up picking Connor Carrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's been everywhere, um, and so um, I think he just needs some place to stay. And he's a good depth defenseman. I love that you're picking all the free agents. <laughs> I know. Well, it's it's like it's crazy who's exposed. They're either like super old, um, like Mad Money, or they're expiring, or like depth just like 23 year olds that haven't played a game yet yeah and so yeah. i like and so it was but I'm, I'm only at 14 like um like expiring contracts so i can still feel the team there you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> i like that for you buddy um i chose nick merkley uh because i like nick merkley a lot building for the future baby uh second round pick or like the very end of the first round i think he was like the last pick yeah the last pick of that round of the first round um but yeah Kelowna rockets we love it nick merkley he was my pick um am i next for the islanders because i've got it i've got a good one i chose Kiefer bellows oh my god uh in in my quest to build the super team of two or three years in the future (laughs) Um, only because Kiefer Bellows is like a legit player with an absolute cannon of a shot. 23 years old, um, RFA this year, um, in my opinion, could have been the solution to some of the Islanders' uh, goal-scoring woes because of the type of player that he is and has kind of really always been that player playing in the, in the national team development program in the U.S. Uh, Kiefer Bellows was a very obvious pick for me. Go ahead, guys. Um, I was going to pick Sezikis, and then it, I ended up picking Komarov, um, just so I wouldn't have so many expiring contracts. I like it. You Ooh. didn't want to pick Eberle? No. <laughs> I picked Eberle, so whatever. I'm just a sucker. Chris, I love... Okay, Carter's picking just free agents, and you're picking, like, the most hype prospects of, like, 2017. 
I am a like, you know Chris, Chris is Chris is panning for gold is what he's doing. He's yeah. scoop, he's if scooping up the sand and he's yeah. If someone <laughs> saw no, your Seattle I expansion think... team in 2017, be like, oh, all star team of the future, right? His his cap I... is a uh, 49.1 million. <laughs> no, it's so I'm currently under the cap. I have like six teams left. I am feeling very good about my situation. And I think too, like you're also building out your AHL team. And one thing that Vegas has done very well is Henderson, like their, their AHL affiliate has been, yeah, they've been good. Right. So I, I'm, like I said, I'm building out my team of the future. You guys can mock me. All of Carter's players are going to walk in free agency to come play on my team with all the cap space. Um, So I feel like, I feel like with this exercise, you could probably get those players for like, like you could build out your depth of free agency, like of those, like yeah. 20, those, those group six UFAs, like those That's dudes that are just strategy. like, I don't know, how many bags but then you could use these Chris picks buy. on players that you get more, pro- like Jordan <laughs> Evelyn is a good player and maybe in a couple of years, it'll be a really good trade deadline rental. Hey, that you get a have first you guys thought that, that maybe I'm taking all this extra money I'm saving and taking Robin out to Red Lobster? Have you guys yeah. thought about that? <laughs> You guys thought about that? It's all about yeah. Jeff Bezos. Um, We're gonna eat like king and queen, baby. <laughs> so, for Robin York. just said all the biscuits, oh, cheddar biscuits. biscuits, all the cheddar biscuits, baby. Oh, uh, okay, go ahead, Thomas. Uh, Rangers, I picked uh, Tim Gettinger. Uh, he's a big. Okay. Again, kind of like what Chris was saying. He's a depth dude. I was thinking Colin Blackwell, but I don't know. He's okay. Uh, but it's boring. So Tim Gettinger is 6'6". He's a big dude. Uh, it's fun. Whatever. I don't care. That's what I picked. Former, former uh, yeah. C.C. Mary Greyhound. I'm so there you Greyhounds go. Picking. Uh, go I, ahead, Carter. I picked Julian Gauthier. Yeah, you did. So did I, baby. Let's young go. RFA. Um, coming off like a weird up and down New York like season. So that's... Really, all I I wanted to pick Car- Barkley Goudreau just to be a shithead, but um, I I stayed away from Goudreau. That's fine. Goche Goche's the move. Uh, something a lot of people don't know about him is like he comes from a family of bodybuilders. Um, so his whole family is yoked, and he yeah. is too. He just re-signed a contract like literally two days ago. Yeah, I am a huge Goche fan. Valdor Fourier, uh, we love him. QM, QMJHL man, yeah. just ripping it up. Yeah, twelfth overall, I want to say when he got drafted. I'm a huge Goche fan, so yes, love that move, Carter. Big time, Thanks, big boys. time. Um, okay. Ottawa. Ottawa. Do I have to pick an Ottawa player? Uh, yeah, I wanted to pass. <laughs> there's an easy one. Yeah, can I pass? Yeah, I picked Josh Brown. Yeah. Josh, oh my god. Josh he's so, Brown. He's so fucking bad this year. Sorry. Are you thinking of Connor Brown or no. Logan Brown? No, no. A lot of Browns Josh. on this team. Pick Josh Brown. Okay. Yeah, he was fucking terrible, but so was Ottawa. But the back half of the season when they were they were making the point scary, he didn't play as terrible as he did throughout the season. So there was some light there. Sure. I like Fair it. Enough. I like it. Who did you have, Thomas? 
uh, Evgeny Dadanov. Yeah, um, he's I expensive, had... but like, yeah, he's good. Close Top cost money, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one the only player that is talented. Absolutely. I was thinking of um, uh, Vitaly Abramov, but he went back to Russia. So, like, the likelihood of yeah. that happening is probably slim. Um, but yeah, I, I picked Adonov as well. Goals uh, cost money. Thomas, I'm very interested in, in who you picked for Philly. Let's hear it, buddy. I picked JVR. Um, just because, again, goals cost money. So it's fine. Uh, two more years. I was thinking between him and Voracek. Voracek has another year on his deal. Um, JVR just has two more years, I think. Yeah. So two more years at seven mil, not bad for basically your top line winger. Um, and again, like who else are you going to pick from Philly unless like they really want it to be like cheap and like not take on Voracek or Van Rieseck or, or, uh, who's not on cap friendly is actually, uh, got to be here. Go spare. Um, he's not on here, but he's, he's exposed. I don't know why he's not on here. Um, but yeah, they could take him either too. But I picked JVR just because, again, he's just very good. And he kind of just can suit an uh, expansion team well. Perfect. Who'd you have, Carter? I picked Brian Elliott. He's retiring. He's retiring? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> so when, no, when, is he, when did he say he was retiring? Like a month ago or so. Oh, fuck. I'm sure how much I follow Philly. Uh, then let's go with Felix Sandstrom. Okay. Felix hasn't Sandstrom played, hasn't so played hasn't played an NHL game his entire life. Yeah, he like plays so, in like Lehigh Valley. I don't think so he's funny played, story, he's got a cool name. Funny story about yeah. Felix Sandstrom quickly. Um, there's a well, couple be- pick Sorry. Alex Leo then. Like I need to I need a goalie. <laughs> No, you don't want those goalies. <laughs> okay, so fuck. So then hold on. I have to redo this. I didn't know he was retiring. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's not your fault. Let's see. Let's pick a forward. I'm at how much space do I have? Okay. Let's go with I don't want Voracek or Van Reensdyke. Um let's go with. Who would you best pick, of, Thomas? Best of those guys is probably Carson Turinsky. Okay, there we go. Picking him. Then I need to pick a goalie elsewhere. Damn it. Let's go uh, with Casey Dismith. Okay. No, I don't <laughs> want Casey Dismith. <laughs> I was going to say, funny story about Paul Sandstrom is that one or some Philly beat writers are like obsessed with him about being a prospect. Like, I forget. I think it was the press conference about um, maybe it was just a season-ending one, but or something, or they made a big move. But like, there's some nameless uh, Philly beat writers that would like nonstop talking about Felix Sandstrom and like the opportunity he deserves, where he's like been not even good in Lehigh. Like, no, he hasn't been good. So, but yeah. Yeah, no, uh, he's never cracked the system. So, yeah. and how old, he's twenty four, so he's had he's had a good few years to crack the system. Yeah. Chris, who'd you take? Uh, what team are we on again? Philly. Philly. I chose Voracek. Um, I go. think you need a guy that will, you know, has the personality to be like sold to that market. 
Um, and just, I don't know. I've always liked Voracek. I think 93 is going to look sick in that Seattle uh, colorway. JVR, I thought, was like a, a guy that probably could have worked. Um, but like, I just, I, I wasn't quite there yet. So that's, okay. uh, that's why I made that decision. Yeah. We probably have to, sorry to cut it short, but we probably have to cruise through the next ones. That's cool. Let's do speed round, baby. Do you guys want to just like give the rest of your picks or do we just go stay? Just like again, one sentence just... each kind of thing. Okay. Cool. Do Let's do it. Okay. Who is it? You, Chris, F- Pittsburgh. Is it me for Pittsburgh? Yeah, I chose Marcus sure. Patterson. Marcus Patterson, uh, 25, you know, left-handed uh, defenseman. Not crazy about the cap hit, but um, I need to hit the the floor. So here we are. Um, I picked Tanev. Tanev brothers had a good, uh, good, good amount of buzz around them this year. And so I think um, he's going to keep that, that train going. Uh, I picked Zach Austin Reese because he's very good defensively. That's basically it. Not a big cap hit either. Perfect. Uh, uh, San Jose. I picked Ryan Donato because I feel so like he did more offensive uh, exposure and kind of Seattle can use that in their depth. Yep, absolutely. Um, I also chose uh, Ryan Donato. Sorry, Curtis Gabriel. Um, I just can't pass up Ryan Donato. Carter? Yeah. I also picked Ryan Donato. There you go. Easy. Easy. Was that the one that we all chose the same guy? The I think first so. Time? Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can do it for St. Louis. I chose Vince Probably Dunn not. of uh, Lindsay, Ontario. Oh. I picked Vince Dunn. Not, Taris- not Tarasenko. <laughs> no. I picked uh, Fitzpatrick. Love that. Actually <laughs> like that. Like that move, I would have taken Billy Husto myself, but Fitzpatrick could be a goalie. He's younger. There you go. I like it. Okay, who did you pick, Thomas? Vince Dunn. Yeah, that a boy. I was thinking Tarasenko um, for a second, and then Cap, but also, uh, yeah, Vince Dunn's easy kind of thing. Tampa Bay. I chose Cal Foot. Um, obviously, really? like a lot of people are going to be choosing Yanni Gord or Alex Korn or Palat. Um, but I love Calfoot. Um, think he has the potential to be a top pairing defenseman. And um, for me, that was obvious. Twenty-two years old, right-handed D. Not with, Sean Day uh, with great. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that I should have picked Sean Day, judging by my yeah. uh, my yeah, theory here. But Calfoot was too good to pass up. Who'd you guys pick? I picked Johnny Cord. Yes. Um, yeah. Good call. He's 29, plays like he's 24, 25. Like he's like, yeah, he's a franchise player for them, right? Yeah, I think he'd be their top line center Yeah, coming out. Um, yeah, he's just great. Sick mustache. He's there forever. Um, yeah. It's good. You locked him, locked him up and he kind of, he plays hard, so those later years in the contract might look bad, but I think it's a Easy kind of no, I don't think if he can like he, he also doesn't get hurt. That's true. Like he's an, uh, he's another one of those. I'm trying to remember injuries. Oh, um, yeah. I think he's gonna. I like get. Um, from Toronto, I picked Jared McCann. 
We've already mentioned it yeah. earlier, but I like him more than Kerfoot, and because they pre- protected Hall, I'm not touching Dermot. Um, I was thinking about one of the goalies, honestly, but it's tough. Um, but yeah, McCann's kind Toronto of an easy goalies, one too. Toronto goalies are so fatigued. You don't want to touch a Toronto yeah. goalie. Yeah. Who did you pick, Carter? Carter? I picked Hyman. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> your cap stresses me the fuck out, dude. I have space I don't for know resigning. How you're gonna do okay? it, you're gonna go oh, in and like you're gonna do the classic like NHL be a jet be a GM and like sign someone for ten mil to get to the floor or something. Yeah, for no, no, I I get the idea and I don't I don't hate it. It's just you're hedging your bets so much on being able to resign them, right? Yeah. I know. Well, there's no one there's no one else throughout this list that I wanted to pick, like for most of these teams, right? Yeah, I get it. I picked McCann for what it's worth. Um he's got a shot and uh you gotta shoot. Uh only a yeah. couple teams left, Vancouver Canucks. I picked Jalen Chatfield. You guys nice. probably never heard of him before. Um, no, I follow him on Instagram. Okay, there you go. Anything, anything cool post-wise these days? No, he golfs a lot. He golfs <laughs> a lot. You love to see it, Carter. I, uh, I, I actually picked Holtby. Um, I, I need, I need a number one goaltender, and he's, he's had a weird past few years. So, and Vancouver is just not the place for him. And so, yeah, um, and good just one like, year to kind of bet too. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't have to move too far. Yeah, like I, he he came he came into uh, Vancouver and was getting heat right off the bat for his mask and for like being the guy to save Vancouver and like all this stuff. And I think he was just he was doted on like super heavily too quick out of Vancouver, which was already like a struggling organization so i think he needs to go and he's my he's my number one yeah i think Tolfi just fits the city too just him being him and holby dredger yeah. as like a starting tandem is pretty pretty damn good pretty i feel good. like um yep. so yeah it's kind of easy too uh who did you Wash- what i i hope oh Holby. sorry yeah, yeah. i'm an idiot okay it's go okay. ahead washington washington i pick nick jensen um wow detroit <laughs> detroit like i have a detroit wings nation again yeah honestly yeah i had a big crush on him during wings nation i was thinking him or sherry but i had a bunch of like depth wingers already um yeah so yeah jensen i feel like yeah bottom pairing right-handed guy locked up for a couple years like company is there too which is tricky um but yeah i, I wouldn't touch dylan just because he has an extra year and more cap, so it's tricky, but yeah, Jensen's my guy. I like it. Um, Carter, who did you have? Uh, Hathaway, yeah, good call. I like Hathaway yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's an NCAA boy. Um, yeah, he's not, he's not expiring, so and he's big, he's a big yeah. winger. You need a few of those, yeah. I, I like it. Um, I originally chose Lucas Johansson. Uh, so that I could reunite the Johansson boys together. Um, but uh, I needed a goalie. So uh, for me, it was easy. Uh, Vitek Vanacek. Um, 
yeah, I think he's a great goalie. I don't think yeah. uh, he's necessarily had the opportunity, uh, you know, to do to do damage yet for Washington. But uh, you know, we'll see what the next little bit looks like for Honestly, them. And last, I should have picked Axel Janssen Fallaby just for his hair, just an all hair team. He has like Axel, the best hair. He does. Yeah, he's got like very long, greasy hair. Yeah, sick. Um, um, for Winnipeg, last one. Uh, just just to fit the trend of uh, old right-handed shots, I picked Dylan DeMello. Um, my yeah, whole team is right-handed defenseman. Uh, DeMello is really yeah. good, and he like never played in Winnipeg, which is stupid. Um, he'll probably be on the top pair. I already penciled him in the top pairing with Gio, so he's there. It's done deal. It's fine. Um, I like it. I picked Mason Appleton. He's a little yeah, Big Ten guy. So fucking good. Yeah, he, yeah. Up I was, and down with the moose, yeah. and so he needs a place to, like place where he can actually like, crack the lineup and stay stay there, right? Yeah, Appleton's very good. That's the great call out, Cardi, big time. Um, and my last guy, Thomas, you know, I already know who it is, baby. Who did I pick? Hmm. Marco Dano. No, Sammy Niku. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Could, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Sammy Niku. <laughs> uh, because Sammy Niku and you know, Julius Hall could just hanging out. Yeah, exactly. No defense, uh, not even no. a little bit. Um, but yeah, though I like I like Sammy Nuku a lot, um, and yeah, he's he's got great hair. Um, what can I say? So okay, so let's let's do a, a quick look here. Um, I drafted all of my guys, so I had thirty drafted, seventeen forwards, ten defense, three goalies. My cap hit <laughs> of a possible cap hit of max cap hit of eighty one point five. My team comes in at 64.6 million, oh giving wow. me lots of room to go for big fish in the next couple of years. Thank what you about know. you guys? Um, so again, drafted 30, 16 forwards, 11 defense, three goalies, um, uh, 73.5 after those few swaps. I left myself 10 million, but if those swaps that I made in the episode, bumped me up to 73.5. Wow. I love it. I have 71 million in cast space, but I also have six RFAs to sign, seven RFAs to sign, uh, and Dredger. So that's fun. But yeah. I love that. I think, yeah. So we'll, good. I'll post these. You guys make your lineups. I don't know if you want to do just like by cap hit in position or like sketch out a lineup of who you think will be good, but send them to me and I'll probably yep. get, I'll tweet them out tomorrow with the episode or whatever. Love it. Sounds yeah. good. Guys, thanks for listening to a long episode of the pod, but hope you had fun. Um, obviously our teams are all built a little differently, but I, I hope that you guys enjoyed listening and uh, we've got the expansion draft on Wednesday and the, entry draft on friday so we'll be back next week uh maybe with two episodes to talk about how those two things played out we'll see how the boys are feeling but uh yeah talk to you guys soon listen to the podcast uh, where you listen to podcasts
follow, subscribe, leave a review, those types of things. Yep. Okay.